0: Is the Big Baby Jonathan Sports Podcast? Lakers, all day go, Lakers. What's good, everybody? It's your boy, Big Baby Jonathan here. Welcome to the latest edition of the Big Baby Jonathan Sports Podcast on today's show. I'm going to be talking about the Lakers versus the Clippers. The restart of the season starts on Thursday. The Battle of Los Angeles. I'm going to give, break down the keys to the game. What do the Lakers need to do to beat this Clipper team? And Anthony Davis might not play due to an eye injury. Frank Vogel's concerned about that. We'll get into that as well. And who's going to be the X Factor on Thursday's game? Alex Caruso, Dwight Howard, G.R. Smith, or Dion Waiters? We'll discuss that and more throughout the show. But first, we're going to talk about the keys to the game for the Lakers versus the Clippers. For me, the keys to the game for the Los Angeles Lakers to beat the Los Angeles Clippers is offensive rebounding, defensive rebounding, second chance points, limit numbers, transition defense, make free throws, play defense, and also... Um, don't let the Clippers shoot threes. Force some drive. So I'm gonna go back to the offensive rebound, defensive rebound, because the Lakers need to get the offensive rebounds and putbacks. Because that Clipper team has some talented players over there, like Montrezl Harris, Zubak, Jamario Green. So we have to do a good job of boxing out, getting the boards. Because if we get the boards and gets if we get the boards, defensive rebound, we'll win. Rebounding is key. And I'm gonna say this rebound, no rebound, no rings. No rebounds, no rings. Just that simple. If you don't ring the if you don't rebound the basketball in today's NBA, you're not winning a championship. Rebounding is key in the NBA, in my opinion. Maybe your opinion may be different. Mine is if you don't rebound, you don't win. Rebound, no rings. the uh Dwayne Wade said that and Pat Riley too, so they know what they're talking about. Defense rebounding, offensive rebounding, second chance points is our Goal too as well. Second chance points. You know, let's say LeBron misses a jumper, Javell McGee gets the offensive rebound, puts it back up. That's second chance points. You know what I mean? The, we need that second chance points to go up because I'm keep it real. I always keep it real on my show. Um this Clipper team is going to be a tough battle. We're going to compete at the highest level. I'm looking forward to what the Lakers bring out in the in the second half of the start of the season in the Orlando bubble. I'm excited. I'm very 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 excited. But at the end of the day, it's going to be a tough task. Because they got Kawhi, Paul George, uh, Reggie Jackson. They got guys that compete at the highest level. But they're missing Lou Williams. So, Lakers need to do is... What the Lakers need to do is... Is... This is it for the keys to the game. Also, too, I'm going to throw in there right now. Don't let somebody get their career high on you. You know, don't let Reggie Jackson get his career high on you or Zubac. You know? And if you... Have a lead, build on it, please. Don't just, okay, Lakers are up 20 in the third quarter. (sighs) No, 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 no. Build on the lead. You know, build on the lead. You know, don't relax. And when you up big, don't relax. I don't care if you have to blow this Clipper team out by 30 to 40 points if you have to. You know, because sometimes the Lakers give up the leads, man. You know, they relax and, (sighs) and then sometimes they lose the game. You know, that's what I have. Also, I got some more stuff on Keys to the Game. Um, limit turnovers. Limit turnovers as well. You know, because if you limit the turnover, if you limit turnovers, you're going to win. And if you turn the ball over, the turnovers are key too. You know, like, are a thing that if you turn the ball over, it can be momentum swift or shift. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, we need Great, great passing and ball movement because we don't want to turn the ball over against this Clipper team because they can get out in transition and they can shoot that three, you know, throw lobs, Kawhi to Paul George, Paul George to Kawhi. We don't want to see that transition on us. We want to execute on offense and don't turn the ball over. And also, too, also, too, man, um... Get back in transition. Transition defense, we got to get back in transition. So if we turn the ball over, we got to get back. And if we score, we got to get back. You know what I mean? I want to see these layups all the time and getting blown by. I want to see that tough. Yeah, let's get it. Yeah, I want to see that slide the feet and move and play that tough defense. I don't want to see open three-pointers. I want to see this this Laker team play that tough defense that we know of. You know, we know this Laker team can play defense, but I want to see this Laker team Play with passion, hustle, grit, grind on Thursday, which I will, which they will because they hear the talking. You know, they hear the talking that everybody talks about, oh, Clippers this, Clippers that, Clippers this. They can't they can't beat the Clippers. They can't beat the Clippers. They hear it. And when we beat the Clippers on Thursday, there's going to be no excuses. You know what I mean? So I'm looking forward to that on Thursday. I'm just looking forward to NBA being back in general. I'm just excited you know and make free throws also too you got to make your free throws you know if you have opportunity if the Lakers are up 7 with 5 minutes to go you put the game from 7 to 9 if you make free throws i don't want to see Lakers miss free throws and then um Paul George hits a three and it changes the momentum of the game no 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 you got to make your free throws Everybody on the team has to make free throws. Lakers have to shoot a good percentage from the free throw line on Thursday. Free throws are key. Free throws are really key because we those are free throws. They're free. You got to take them. Bye bye. Knock them down. Wet like water. Shout out to Cass Nasty. Um, <clears throat> you know, so free throws are important in in NBA. We don't want to, you know, like I said, for up big, make free throws. And even for down by like three or four, we got to make them. You know what I mean? We got to make free throws. You know? We got to make free throws. You know? And also, too, force this Clipper team to drive. You know, if um, Paul George is at the three-point line, force him to drive. If you get beat on that back end, Dwight Howard, JaVel McGee, AD going to help you. I'm telling you guys. You know, I'm telling you guys. This, because this happened. You know, we get beat a lot, and guess who would be on the back end? Dwight, JaVale McGee, Anthony Davis. You know, so we need to do that force them to drive. We don't want to sh- have um, Shamit shoot threes, Paul George, Kawhi, you know, Jamichael Green could shoot threes, you know? And it's going to be a tough battle on the boards as well. I know I, I know, force them to drive, but because if we force them to drive and they miss, Joe Kim Noah's there, Jamichael Green, Montrezl Hill, then Joe Kim Noah and LeBron battling that again, you know? Am I expecting them to go at it? You know, it's going to be competitive. Get ready for some some, uh, some talking from Patrick Beverly. Patrick Beverly was talking during the summer. Before the, once the season was announced, it was coming back. He, he was doing a lot of talking. I you know, he was. Paul George was. So we're going to see what Paul George and Patrick Beverly bring that same energy. What you talked about, about LeBron. You know, bring that same energy. I want to see that same energy that you were tweeting about. I want to see it on the court, man. You know, I want to see it on the court. I'm just excited for the season, man. It's going to be very competitive. At the end of the day, it's eight games to get geared up for the playoffs. You know, we could still have um, a good record going into the playoffs, but we got to win at least coming out at least four or five in a row or maybe two here, two there. We got to win, you know. We want to get that. I know that everybody's talking about, oh, seeding doesn't count home court. I want to have the best record overall in the NBA because I want to just have the best best record in the NBA and then best team in the NBA because if you have the best record in the NBA, you're the best team in the NBA. So I want to have that. I want to have that. I want to get this championship done because this playoffs, for the bubble man, it's going to be tough for anybody that comes out of this bubble as champions. It's going to be the grit, grind, you know, the grit and the grind, you know. So whoever comes out out of this bubble as NBA champions, they deserve it. From You know, they deserve it. You know, it's not going to be an abstract title, none of that, because this team, the Lakers, if they win this championship, in my opinion, in my opinion, let me know what you think in the comments. Big Baby Johnson Sports Podcast fans in the comments. Um, once I post this, let me know what you think. If the Lakers win this year's championship, would it be the best championship in their history of the franchise? I think it would be because let me tell you why. Let me tell you why I think it would be the best championship in the Lakers' history because what they went through this year. Kobe passing away. RP to Kobe and Gigi and seven other passengers on that plane. Then the pandemic happened. And then all that stuff around the world and then now there's no Orlando bubble. If we can get this championship done, it'll be the best, in my opinion, in Laker franchise history. Now let's get into some Anthony Davis news. Frank Vogel says he's concerned that um, Anthony Davis's eye is still bothering him. He didn't practice today. Frank Vogel said he's concerned, but they're going to do round-the-clock treatment on his eye and all that stuff. And he's hopeful he can play. But he's it's concerning, you know. But let's say hypothetically Anthony Davis doesn't play. It's going to be a big loss. Let me tell you why it's gonna be a big loss for the Los Angeles Lakers. Because Anthony Davis is our heart and soul of this defense. He is the heart and soul of the defense. When he's in there defensively, this Laker team's hard to beat. You know, him blocking shots, you know, protecting that rim, protecting everyone. Anthony Davis is turned up on that defensive end, it, 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 it's going to be, it's gonna be scratch. He's gonna be turned up. You know, Anthony Davis is gonna be turning up if he plays. But let's say if he does, not Dwight Howard's gonna to have to step up, Javel McGee's gonna to have to step up and may have to play Devontae Kcock or uh Kufis Kumpo which is Giannis's brother. You know, we may have to throw some guys out there that haven't been in the rotation, you know. You know, Avery Bradley's not playing Rondo. Avery Bradley's not over in the bubble. Rondo's still going to be out 68 weeks, possibly coming back in the West Conference Finals. And there's, you know, there's so much stuff that Lakers going to have to figure out if Anthony Davis doesn't play on Thursday. But for me, my opinion, I think he's going to play, in my opinion, you know, because he can just, Get the goggles like James Worthy, or get the mask like the Kobe and LeBron and Rip Hamilton. You know, I know a lot of players don't like to play with that mask or anything, but for me, you gotta do it. You know, if that's just me. But if the Lakers training staff said his eyes not um, ready enough to, for him to play, I understand it. You know, it's all good if you don't play in the sense of if your eye does it, if your eye affects you on the court, then don't play. You know, that's just how I feel, but. Hopefully, you play AD. Hopefully, I gets better by by Thursday. You know, we need you on the court, man. And um, now we're getting into LeBron James versus Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard. My thoughts about that matchup, man. I want to see LeBron go at Kawhi Leonard. You know what I mean? I want to see him go at him. You know what I mean? I want to see him go at him. I want to see him turn up like he did against Milwaukee and then against the Clippers again. I want to see that LeBron James. I want to see him dying for loose balls. I want to see him facilitating, yelling, screaming like he was in those exhibition games. I want to see him translate it into the regular eight-game season because when LeBron is that mindset, he's highly motivated. He's around this team. He's just focused than ever. He wants to prove all the haters wrong. You know, he especially, in my opinion, he wants to prove Skate Bayless wrong because he's just, you know, he hears what Skate Bayless talks about him. He hears it. You know, he hears the noise. The Lakers team hears the noise. So what we're going to do as players, take that as motivation, fuel to the fire, and get this job done, get this number 17 championship. Because at the end of the day, LeBron's going to turn up in this playoffs. You can guarantee that. You know, and if LeBron turns up in this playoffs, which I think he's going to do, I think it's going to be the best performance in LeBron's career, in my opinion. You know, and if he gets the championship done, it'll be the best in his career, getting this Championship because, like I said, Kobe Bryant passing away, the pandemic, stoppage. Yeah, you know what I mean? So I'm really excited for this opportunity for LeBron to prove everybody wrong. You know, he's going to prove his doubters wrong like he always has since he got into the league. You know, so I expect LeBron to turn up. You know, and LeBron's in shape. He's leaner. He's quicker. Nobody can guard him one-on-one. LeBron's going to barbecue chicken, get out of my way. You know, we need to see that LeBron in the post. No, you know, quit settling for jumpers. Get to the line. Attack to the basket. I want to see LeBron attack, attack, attack. You know, if Montrez Herald's on you, you know, bully ball. Pump fake. Uh, throw it to Danny Green. Then get in the post. Go to work. I want to see LeBron go to work if AD doesn't play. I want to see LeBron put the ball in the post and go to work. And if they double-team, we got to make our shots. Because there's a possibility that if Anthony Davis doesn't play, that, we can, that the Clippers are going to double-team LeBron. And if they do, if two or three guys are at LeBron, Cut to the basket because LeBron's gonna find you. You gotta have your hands ready, Lakers. You gotta have your hands ready because there was a game in the scrimmages where LeBron threw a nook past to Dan Green, hit him in the face because he wasn't paying attention. You gotta be ready. You gotta have your eyes open. You gotta have your eyes open because if you don't have your eyes open, it's going the ball's gonna hit you in the face and you're gonna be on Shaq to the Fool. We don't wanna see this Laker players on Shaq to the Fool, man. You know, we don't wanna see none of that. And um I wanna see, like I said, LeBron come out. And it's gonna be a tough battle, but it's gonna be LeBron versus Kawhi, but it's Lakers versus Clippers as well. But overall, I want to see LeBron attack Kawhi. I want to see LeBron get up in him because Kawhi's been struggling in this summer league, or not summer league, excuse me, exhibition. He's just been struggling. He's been shooting horrible, you know, and here's the crazy thing. You know what they said on the sports radio shows? Oh, it's this exhibition. He'll get under him. I'm not worried, but if that was LeBron James or Anthony Davis you guys would be saying, Oh, I'm worried about the Lakers because Anthony Davis and LeBron are struggling in the exhibition. No, they're not. They played great. They got they just geared up for the uh for the eight games. I'm excited. But like I'm saying, man, the the media needs to start holding the clippers accountable of their nonsense. You know, they need to start getting hold accountable of their nonsense. Lou Williams left the bubble to attend a friend's um grandfather's funeral. I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong in the comments. People, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, and then after that, he was in, I believe, Atlanta. And he had his face mask on or his mask from the Orlando bubble and he's turning up with some uh, rapper. And then I guess he went to uh, Magic City to get some wings. And I guess it was a, uh, I believe, it was a uh, a club where they turn up. So, and the NBA put him on a 10-day quarantine and he's going to miss the two seeding games. He's not going to play versus the Lakers. And I'm going to get into that real quick. Um, I understand that you left for the bubble with to go attend your friend's grandfather's funeral. I understand that. But you could have curbside picked up that food, man. You know, to me, it seems like your mindset wasn't on the championship. That's just how I feel. You know, look at Caruso. He, look at Caruso. Caruso left, or not left. He didn't even attend the sister's wedding. Because his mindset is on the championship. They're all focused. But I understand why Lou Williams left to a certain extent. You know, you gotta, you know, it's a family friend. You go take care of it. But, you know, um, that just made me seem like him after he attended that funeral. And after that, the, the, after he went to the party, I saw a picture with the rapper and then the wings thing. And I agree with Kendrick Perkins, too. It was it was it was childish. He was wrong for that. You know, I agree with Kendrick Perkins. Uh, Zion Williamson is a rookie and is doing more mature things than Lou Williams at this point right now. You know, I, I'm not bashing Lou Williams. I'm just keeping it real. You know, Lou Williams was wrong for going to um, that hanging out with the rapper and then going to get the wings because you could have got the wings on the curbside pickup man you know because what if you would i know you got i know the every player gets tested every day every you know but the rules were saying no outside or excuse me no leaving to get outside food because let me tell you why um rashard holmes from sacramento kings went to go get food and got quarantined for 10 days you know so they, they don't take they're they're taking this seriously so you know they got to set an example they got to set a tone and it was a good choice for this, for ten day quarantine and two game. I would have gave him three just to prove a point, you know, because you know. So that's all. I, that's what I have to say on the Lou Williams front. And uh, now let's get into who's gonna be the X factor for the Lakers on Thursday from the bench: Alex Caruso, Dwight Howard, J.R. Smith, or Deion Waiters, or uh, Morris. Markeith Morris. Um to me, man, I'm gonna have to say probably Dwight Howard and Alice Caruso. Let me tell you why Dwight Howard, because Dwight Howard brings that toughness, that energy, that put back. You know, he'll bring that spark. You know, let's say we're down five in the third quarter. Dwight comes in for Javel McGee. And Dwight brings an impact defensively, offensively, because Dwight could put up some numbers, you know, because he can block shots, run the floor. Layups, dunks, you know, his mindset is right. He's a different person, a different player. You know, I love his game. I love his hustle, everything. So he's an X-Factor along with Alex Caruso. Alex Caruso played point guard on Saturday against um, Washington, and he was facilitating, bringing the ball up, telling JaVale McGee to set a screen to go underneath the screen, throw a no-look pass to Jr. Jr. Smith will hit the three, and all that good stuff. So Alex Caruso is an X-Factor also, too, man. We got to get into Jr. Smith and Deion Waiters, man. Everybody's talking about we don't got a deep bench. J.R. Smith, Dion Waiters, Dion Waiters, and JR Smith can create their own shot along with Kuzma. And we can have let LeBron rest for a little bit. Let LeBron rest for like 2 or 3 minutes, 5 to 10 minutes, 15 minutes. You know, we can do that because Deion Waiters can score the basketball. He had 16 points and 6 assists. J.R. Smith had 21 points, shot 6 for 7 from the 3-point line. And if J.R. Smith and Dion Waiters play like this, Along with Alice Caruso, with the implementation of this team, man, this Laker team is going to be hard to beat, man. Because once this Laker team clicks, it, it's been like right, the, you know, they've been doing good and doing good, but they haven't clicked, clicked, clicked. Like, you know, blow teams out, you know, relax on the bench with ice on these. It hasn't clicked yet. And when it does click, it's going to be over because the this Laker team is talented at both ends of the floor. Frank Vogel's doing a great job of coaching. Lionel Hollins is doing a great job of coaching for the assistant coach, along with Jason Kidd. This Laker team deserves a lot of credit. And we got to put respect on Javel McGee's name, too, man. I'm tired of people disrespecting Javel McGee. Javel McGee's defense ability, blocking shots, run the floor, you know, he could put up 15 points, 10 rebounds, three blocks. He's capable of doing that. You know what I mean? So we got to put respect on his name. And we got to put respect on Rob Polinka's name. Because I feel like he deserves Executive of the Year. He got Jr. Smith and Deion Waiters off free agency. He didn't have to give up anything for those two players. So if the Lakers win the championship, which I think will win the championship, and I feel like we are gonna win the championship because it's just we deserve Lakers, Lakers deserve a ring. We deserve it, man. We we gotta go prove it. But I feel like we deserve it because of what we've been through this year. So at the end at the end of the day, Lakers Nation, at the end of the day, I want to see this championship get Hosted up in Orlando. We'll be champions. The last time we went to Orlando, the Lakers won a championship with Kobe Bryant against the Orlando Magic. We won 4-2. Actually, 4-1. Excuse me. Hone up that trophy, man. But I'm excited. I'm very excited. But I'm going to end this Big Baby Jonathan Sports Podcast. Um, I have merch out. I have Big Baby Jonathan Sports Podcast merch and BBJ Squad merch. So go to my Instagram. Click the link in the description. Use promo code BigBaby24. Get 15% off and show me a screenshot of proof. I'll give you a shout out on my Instagram. Have people go follow you. So until then, Laker Nation, have a blessed day. We'll talk soon, Laker Nation. Peace out. One love. Go Lakers, baby. Woo!